Jags, we went to Texas Motor Speedway, and not only was it um, desolate out there, the people that did show up didn't see much of a fucking race on Sunday. But I tell you what we did see, Jimmy Wags, we saw some guys that, that are in the contention get a little bit of trouble still. I was very surprised at, at how the, the final or the finish came in, and luckily they're the last – 40 laps or so took forever to finish because of some some crash em up derbies and some some misfires and that sort of thing. But I mean, I think we got to start off right talking about just how terrible of a race that was for the first 90 percent of it. I, 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 but first of all, do you agree it was not a very good race, Jimmy? It was a better race over at Bucky's and Whataburger across the street than it was at <laughs> Texas Motor Speedway. Okay. Um, yeah. I watched the final 11 laps of that race, and that was it. I was at the Ravens game on Sunday. Hey, uh, first place team, the AFC, by the way, 5-1. Uh, but uh, I got home, and I didn't, even, I didn't even watch the beginning of the race. I just knew that Bubba caused a wreck, a big one. Uh, yeah. Sorry to all involved. Uh, ran out of talent off a of turn two there. And I watched the final 11 laps of the race, and that was it. It was garbage. Um they need to blow TMS up. I, I just, uh, I can't, I, I, I still can't believe that they remodeled that track, redesigned that track, and just absolutely destroyed it. I, I don't understand what uh, SMI decided to do. Um, I don't understand why they made turn one 80 feet wide when they only raced like a lane and a half. Uh, it, I just, I don't understand. Well, Jimmy, back in back before Sloppy Yellow the Bus, I had an old piece of shit camper. Uh, it might have been in better shape than the one Billy let us borrow at Bristol, um, <laughs> and it was still a piece of shit. Okay, but um, I had the, the rack on top of it, and it's probably like 2009. And I told our good friend Nate Ryan, I said, Nate, I love coming out here. And and Jimmy, there was probably 200. There's, there's probably 200, 200 plus thousand people there. It was probably the fifth or sixth largest city in the state of Texas at the time. I mean, that's when NASCAR was at its damn peak, okay? And I yeah. said, Nate, this is a terrible racetrack for the fans. Now, we have a good time when we come out here. Eddie Gossage knew how to throw a party, but the race was absolutely atrocious. And it's got even worse since they've redone turns one and two. My my thoughts for, and, and I swear, um, Nate and I have talked about this several times since, I told him, 2009, we need to blow up that track and make it the biggest damn paperclip on the planet, the biggest short track on the planet. It would fit Texas. That's what we needed to do. And everybody kind of laughed. And every year I think I'm even smarter for saying that back then because it's just it, – it, it's, it's, it's almost unwatchable. And as a guy who hadn't missed a Texas race from 2007 uh, – excuse me, from two, fall of 2006 until 2019, I, um, I think it's time to get rid of that damn thing. Marcus Smith and those guys got to figure something else out. It's not very fun. Moving the all-star uh, – there was the, the kiss of death. I mean, that's when we all knew that, you know, this was just terrible. Eddie Gossett's leaving. The place has gone downhill. It's, it's largely because Eddie Gossett isn't there and they don't have, they don't have the, 
the, the atmosphere, the circus around it. Now, you mentioned something yesterday I want to talk about in our group chat that you saw where Kansas had a purse of $7.9 million. And, Jimmy, I yeah. think that's a lot of money, but I think they were probably getting about that same amount maybe not 10 years ago, but – but probably close to 10 years ago, I'm surprised it's $7.9 million, honestly, because that's a shitload of money there. I'm surprised that, that they're getting that much, and I think that I think that bodes – I think that's a positive – is that a positive sign? I think it is, but I'm not sure. Uh, well, I mean, somebody brought it up on Twitter land that a couple of years ago, I want to say in 2017, the purse at Kansas was like $5.9 million, so – I mean, okay. Yeah. Look, I mean, they got they, the purse has increased, which is good. Um, you know, and my my, I want to know is what made NASCAR release this? Like, you yeah. know, obviously since we went to the charter system, they haven't released any purse money details. Yeah. Um. So I wonder what made them release this information. But honestly, I mean, we're doing well. We could be doing a whole hell of a lot better. But you know what? The product on the track other than that Motor Speedway, has been pretty damn good this year. I would agree with everything you just said. I don't think it's a terrible sign. I, I wish it was a better sign, but I think all in all, you know, in 2021, to have, you know, basically an $8 million purse for a NASCAR race at a, at a not very, very good track. Uh, the racing this year has been, by and large, very positive. I mean, there's been just a few races that haven't been great. Uh, yeah. Most of them have been extremely exciting and, and fun to watch. The last, you know, 30 laps or so of this race was entertaining, but it did not make up for the, you know, the first uh, couple hundred laps. But I think all, all the, the health of this sport is pretty good. Let's talk about the race a little bit. Bubba did um, cause a big wreck there coming out of turns one and two, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. Until we get a brand-new crop of people who have never raced on the old on the old you know, configuration, I think we're going to have mistakes there. I, and I just, I just, because we have it every race, Jimmy, coming out of there. Um, yeah. But a restarts, bunch of people. Look, uh, restarts in this 550 package are always crazy, right? Um, yeah. I mean, they get three, four wide sometimes, depending on what track they're at. And, you know, guys get stacked up. And, you know, these cars have shown some tendency to get loose depending on where the area is. So, um, but all in all, I mean, you know, winner of the race, Kyle Larson led 240-plus laps of this race. Uh, The total race was 334 laps, which is absolutely too long in my opinion. Um, Way too long. And, and, I mean, it wasn't exciting. It it wasn't exciting. Well, um, a lot of people didn't make inspections. Do you remember how many people did not make inspection, Jimmy? I want to say they said like 19 guys failed inspection on the first go-around. It was a bunch. And Chase Elliott ends up starting at the back. And I want to tell you something, son. Chase Elliott started at the – hadn't he started at the back or near the back the last two races? I know he started – he had to come up through the field. Oh, at at, um, Charlotte, he had to come up through the field because he, you know, had a little – an incident or whatever, but to, to come from where he did at Texas all the way up there for his finish, I thought was a fantastic thing for the for his team. But Kendrick Motorsports right now is looking pretty good uh, as far as speed. You had uh, the 24 and the 5 were up there close to the damn day. I mean, hauling ass. 
just all day long. Both those cars were hauling ass. Absolutely crushing it. And I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, we'll talk about Kansas here in just a minute, but didn't like the Toyotas and the, and the, and the Fords really kick ass at Kansas um, uh, uh, earlier this year? Didn't they Didn't they go up there? I think Kyle Busch may have won, didn't he? I believe so. I my memory is not as good as yours, but, yes, I believe well, that is the case. Well, that's why I asked you to confirm because I'm not sure. But I can tell you this. <laughs> it seems like as the season's gone on, uh, those Chevys have, uh, uh, and, and even, you know, the outlaw himself, and, I mean, he's been running good. We can't, you know, the eight and the three been running really strong. I, I feel like the Chevys have a little bit of a of an advantage here, and I think – I think Kansas is going to be very telling for for how it how it goes for this last uh, this last. I mean, speed doesn't really matter when we go to the paper clips, and I guess we'll we'll talk about. Uh, by the way, Kevin Harvick still yapping about Chase Elliott. Does, does, yeah. Do you find that odd? Dude, uh, it's over, man. Let's let, let's just get past this. Well, and you know, look, this is my take on it. The media is drawing this out, and it's like. Yeah. So it's over with. Harvick got his payback, okay? Um, you know, Chase made the made made the round of eight, right? Mm-hmm. Harvick did not, um, and it's over with. Now it may not be over with between the two of them, but yeah. the media is drumming up, asking all these questions about is it over? Is it over? Let the guys race, please. Just, yeah. just let them race. I'm, I'm tired of hearing the media ask these questions because it's like. Now you're you're trying to bring it to fruition, you know, and it's like let it play out naturally on the track, man. Like, you know? Yeah, there's a point you go from being a reporter to where you go to being an instigator, and they're walking that fine line. And I, we just need to move the hell on. There's other storylines here that I think everybody, including Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick fans, that would rather you know talk about for for Pete's sake. Um, what other news do we have? Uh, coming on uh, this week, is there anything? Uh, uh, is there anything that that I've missed, or we should talk about? No, I mean obviously you know Kyle Larson won, uh, locked himself into the championship race. Um, I mean, look, it was a foregone conclusion with that. So um, now, now it's really setting up to, you know, Kyle Larson's been the fastest hinder car all year long. Chase Elliott, who's your defending champion, you know, barely, barely got into the round of eight, right? So yeah. what does Hendrick do? You know, the, Byron and, and Bowman uh, are out of it, and do they throw all their eggs in the basket to get chased into the final four? Uh, why does the nine not have as much speed as the five? This year? Like, I, you know, that's got to be something that's got to be uh, a lot of Chase Elliott fans and, uh, you know, uh, Alan Gustafson, uh you know, has to really think about is, you know, why are we as fast as the five? So, and we got the same equipment. So, Jimmy, let me ask um, you this question. Do you think that Kyle Larson is that good of a driver, or do you think it's something to do with the shots? I honestly, I think it has a lot to do with Cliff Daniels and crew chief. Uh, yeah. You know, look, don't get me wrong. Uh, we all know my feelings about Kyle Larson personally, but, I mean, the guy's a hell of a race car driver. He can wheel anything just about. And, like, he's got a lot to do with that car being as fast. That car, what, uh, uh, what two years ago or, yeah, two years ago had uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson running it. 
and they yeah. couldn't get a win. They couldn't get into the playoffs. That's right. And yeah. now all of a sudden this team has eight wins, and they're in the championship four. So, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously Kyle Larson has a lot to do with that as a driver. Uh, but I also have to say that Cliff Daniels is his crew chief, and that team are just really clicking on all cylinders. And, I mean, the, the, the two things, just have come, they come together. And, and look, uh, he's been the best car uh, in the Cup Series this year. Uh, Sorry, my bad. It's my, my obvious headset. Oh my God, that's right. Oh, well, you said you were driving. You mean you're you're I race driving? Yeah, I race. Yeah. Oh, I got I got wrecked out here early on, so I was just riding to try to get. <laughs> well, that's funny. Well, I've thought a lot about that that subject, and I I appreciate the answer because I feel like 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 Jimmy Johnson was used to Chad Canals, and yeah. even though Cliff Daniels has been a part of that team for a long time. He wasn't Chad Canals. Right. And Cliff Daniel, anytime somebody comes in, Jimmy, uh, they, they want to do things their own way. They, they need to, to show everybody that they've got some ideas. They can't just do the same thing that's always been done, even though it had been successful in the past. But they hadn't won any race. Chad and Jimmy hadn't won any races for two years. So Cliff Daniels comes in, he changes a few things up, and even the greatest driver as Jimmy Johnson was. I just think there was a little bit of a disconnect there. Kyle Larson comes back from suspension. He's a sponge. All he wants to do, he's a puppy dog. He wants to make everybody happy. He wants to be everybody's friend. He'll do whatever the hell Cliff Daniels tells him. And I think, I think that's helped that that team over there in that car. I, I think, I think Cliff Daniels is a bigger part of that as as Kyle Larson, because right. I, I see, I mean, Al Gustafson, shit, he's been winning races with with with, with all kind of people over there. Yeah. Um, and, and and so has uh, you know uh, the other guys in that stable. I think they just got something magical going on, and and I tell you what, they I mean they put on thanks to them they put a stinker of a show on at at Texas Motor Speedway. If they were a little bit worse, um, maybe we could have seen some passing up there at the front, but yeah. they're just too strong. Um, by the way, I need to let everybody know uh, we're we're coming on here right now on Thursday night, Jimmy. Um, just beat the. I, I was afraid that, that with your, your uh, you beating a NASCAR Cup driver and your eye raised at Kansas that we wouldn't be able to fit your head in a damn in a pair of headsets. Um, that you'd be scratching your head out there about three feet away from your from your ears. But um, you are eye raising right now at Kansas. What kind of race do you uh, do you expect for us to have up there? That's a fast track. It's a flat it track. It's fast. What kind of race are we gonna have there Sunday? I mean, restarts are going to be wild, um, and, uh, you know, it's really all going to be about who can stay in the gas the longest with this 550 package. Um, I mean, you know, if you can stay in the gas the longest and hold it wide open the longest through a run, you're going to be really good. Um, you're going to be really good there. Tires do fall off a little bit here. Um, so, obviously, the track's been around since 2001. I don't think it's been repaved since then, so – uh, if I'm no. not mistaken, but uh, you do get a little bit of tire fall off here. Uh, the cup cars in the 550 package, just racing or I racing, seem to be really loose. So no. um, the longer you get in the run, seems like the looser the car gets. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, if like I say, if you can hold it wide open, you're gonna have a lot of success here at, at Kansas. So well, um, I've got the first pick because Billy won last week. 
uh, yeah, you guys. But by the way, we have picked a lot of the damn winners this year. We have, uh, man. Hey, we, we, we picked a shit ton of them. Yeah, yes, we have. Uh, I think that, how many how many wins do I have on the? Uh, you're, up, you're, you're up by you're up by one. Billy's down by two. Um, I think and, I so far, something like that. No, I think you picked you. You won ten times, and I think you and I both have picked the winners on on five, like the actual winners five times. Yeah. And I think Billy picked them four times with his win this past time. Hey, so close, man. Like if you yeah. put us through the room of doom, NASCAR technical inspection, uh, yeah. it would be to the thousandth of an inch this yeah. season on our pick'em. <laughs> well, we're talking about the less than a than the thickness of a dime, son. Um, I've got first pick, and I I, I, I just don't see – I wanted to take the five, but I don't see the five outracing – like, if it's close between the nine, I think – I'm not saying that the five would lay over, but I, yeah. I know the five is damn sure not going to race the nine hard for the victory. Um, he, he ain't going to just give it up, but yeah. that's why I took Chase Elliott. I think, I think Chase Elliott's shown a lot of stuff. Um, Chase Elliott helped the five get the win into Bristol. I think if it comes down to those two, I think Chase edges them out, and that's the only reason why I didn't pick the five. The five is the obvious choice, but I'm just hoping that picking outside the box uh, might help me. I'm picking Matt DiBenedetto. He runs good here. Um, he, he's coming down to the last bit of his uh, of his of his ride here in this in this 21, and I just man, honestly. I'm not not been the biggest Matt Benedetto fan, but I sure would like to see him go out with a with a great finish. Hell, even a victory wouldn't bother me. But uh, he's kind of a sentimental choice for me. So I've got the the nine and the and the twenty one. Who you taking, Wags? All right, look. So I'll give you the I'll give you the playoff rundown here. Obviously, Kyle Larson's locked in. You got yep. Ryan Blaney second, uh, plus seventeen. Denny Hamlin plus nine and third. Kyle Busch plus eight and fourth. And then wow. just pick the win. Chase Elliott, he's uh, eight back. Brad Keselowski, 15 back. Martin Truex Jr. is back, 22. And Joe Logano's in dead last uh, in uh, eight, uh, 43 points back. So it's a Hail Mary basically for yeah. Joey Logano and Martin Truex Jr. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to save my pick uh, for Martinsville because I know who I'm picking, but hopefully uh, – I really I want to win this weekend, but I don't want to win because I have this person in mind that I want to pick for next week, and I don't want to yeah. pick last. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Kyle Larson, right? I mean, he's been the, the king of 550 all year long. Uh, yes. You know, so I'm gonna go with Kyle Larson to win, and I'm gonna pick the old KZ veteran, uh, Mr. Life teaches you lessons himself, uh, Kevin Harvick. As my dark horse. He has not won, Adam. He has not won. This is the third to last race of the season, race 33, and he has not yeah. won yet. It's not as crazy. He won how many races last year? I, I'm a, he won nine. I'm a little upset that I that I, I completely forgot about Kevin Harvick, which is asinine for me. I absolutely should have taken Kevin Harvick. He, he, is, he, he was fast at, 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 at Texas. And he very well could win that race um, in Kansas. I wouldn't put it past him. That's, that's two damn good picks. Uh, our boy Billy Bradley, who'd he take again? Uh, let's take a look here. Billy uh, Bradley, he took, uh, Brad Keselowski, and yeah. uh, Daniel Flores. Hey, look, oh, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Shout out to Daniel Flores, okay? 
because yeah. I picked Denny Hamlin and the 99 last week in Texas. And lo and yep. behold, Daniel Suarez was racing his little ass off uh, yeah. in Texas on Sunday. And I could have hey, it, it, pulled that one off. It was close. Yeah. I could have pulled that one off. And I'll be honest with you, I'd have loved to have seen it. And, you know, privately, we've talked all year long about how badass those track house paint schemes are. Um, good for good for those guys to get a good race under their belt. They, they, they show up. I mean, they're just the kind of, you know, these were – if these were, um, you know, big white tight ends in the football and NFL, we call them lunch pail guys. They yeah. just kind of show up to work and they just kind of yeah. keep their nose grind and they just keep doing it. And, you know, all of a sudden you're like, shout, oh. out to our, shout out to our favorite Dale Jr. race engineer, Travis Matt. I mean, dude, he's, yeah. they, they, I mean, they, they, you know, obviously they've had a tough year. They've been up yeah. and down inconsistent, but the speed's always been there in that car. And uh, yep. obviously, give it up to Travis Mack and the entire that entire team uh, for what they've done this year. And they're only going to get better because obviously they're absorbing Ganassi, and uh, yep. they're going to get Ross Chastain as a teammate next year. So I'm yep. sure uh, that that makes them uh, a lot better heading into 2022. Yeah, those are all good points. Uh, look, I'm glad to see them, you know, kind of pick it up here. You know, at the beginning of the year, maybe we should save this for you know for next week or the week after, but. You know, we all were, were trying to figure out, you know, between Suarez, um, uh, Bubba Wallace, and Eric Jones, who would be the best. You know, I, I thought Eric Jones would be pretty good, but I think now we can look back and say that, tw- that, uh, that, that, that 43 team just sucks. I mean, it just absolutely is yeah. atrocious. It sucks. And, uh, you know, and I'll be honest, Eric Jones, he, had a, he, he did a lot of what Bubba did last year. They had flashes yeah. of some good runs. Uh, I think Eric Jones ran really good at Bristol. He ran good at the play tracks, you know, but yep. they just don't have enough to, you know, to get yep. them over that top 15 hump every week. And, uh, yep. you know, um, obviously with Bubba winning, you know, that I think that crowns him the, the king out of the three there. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, uh, for sure. But, you know, they've had, they've had speed at times, but they just couldn't su- sustain it throughout the season. And that's what Bubba struggled with there at, at uh, Petty. Yep. Over the, yeah, well, the, the big problem over there at that 43 team is if, if if we're not talking about them, they're not doing anything. And we haven't talked about Eric Jones hardly at all this season, and that's that's unfortunate for the 43 bunch um, and that sort of thing. But, all right, so I've got the 9 and the 21. You've got the 5 and the 4, damn good picks. Billy Bradley's way outside the box with the 22 and the 99. Jimmy, I, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this – A performance with the Kansas performance to see how these Chevys do versus the rest of the field. And I think it's going to be interesting to watch. We're getting closer to a championship weekend, Jimmy Wags. For Billy Bradley, for Jimmy Wags, I'm Dad. Oh, take us home, Jimmy. Let's drop the hammer, baby. Let's go. Woo! <laughs>